Let's get it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Good morning. What better way to start the day be today's change? I am your host, Charles Von Gaston. Happy Warrior Crush Wednesday. Now, I am very excited for this episode, mainly because um, I figured that we that we kind of switch it up a little bit. You know, for those of you who have been listening in on the five pillars to success series that I've had so far. All of them were 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 great guests. They gave a lot of great advice and a lot of great tips on how to move forward and, and really how to progress yourself and how to move closer to success. But at the same time, all of those guests that I had on were men. And so really to diversify it and really to get a completely different perspective, uh, I, I brought on somebody who I knew was very not only reliable, but definitely had a lot of great um, things to to add to the to the series, mainly because, you know, I've watched this certain individual in their experience um, in college kind of grow, take on a lot of different leadership roles and, and really maybe not even understanding, you know, what a lot of those leadership roles meant at the time, but just was was willing and, and was just open to 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 really diving in and just trying to you know make her name known and so with that being said i like to welcome diamond green phillips to today's change hello hello everybody thank you for having me absolutely i'm i'm very excited now um really so um for the topic today we're gonna touch on effective goal setting and hitting goals. And, and the reason why I felt that Diamond has a lot of great experience they can add to this is because um, I, I feel like she's a, a, a person who, um, so for those of you who don't know, she went to Baldwin Wallace University as well. Um, right now she's actually studying at Case Western Reserve University. Um, which is which is very cool. She's gonna have her her um, her master's um, in social work not too long from here. Um, but that being said, I mean, from the very moment that she stepped on the Baldwin Wallace campus, she was was very eager to 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 get involved, um, and, and she was always involved. Whatever it is, she was always looking to to find ways to really improve. And um, and with that being said, I feel like a lot of goal setting has to has to be you know in place in order to hit all the things and hit all the um accomplishments that she's had um so i'm gonna take it all i'm gonna hand it over to diamond and really just like you know just it tell a little bit about your story and you know kind of how you got here yeah of course um so i started at Baldwin wallace um in 2017 um i came in undecided for my major kind of unsure what i wanted to do um, when I got older, um, as people always say. Um, so I got involved in uh, a lot of service-based um, experiences. I went on alternative break trip, which um, essentially are service-based educational trips. And I got to go to Detroit and work with people experiencing homelessness and also with the refugee resettlement community. So from there, I really enjoyed giving back more than I thought I actually would. Um, I've been doing service since eighth grade, but in that moment, I understood the why behind volunteering and helping certain groups. Um, and I wanted to know like, hey, how can I do more of this? How can I 
volunteer, but then also make this a career. Um, so from there, I talked to social workers in Detroit and they said, hey, like go into social work. You'll be able to do so much with your degree. So I came back to Baldwin Wallace and I said, okay, what can we do now to make sure that we are set up for success when we you know, go to grad school for social work? So I took on more leadership positions and service. Um, I got involved in other organizations that would just equip me with the skills that it took to be a social worker. So that meant be able to talk to different groups of people. So I got involved in student ambassadors and I worked closely with alumni and basically just listened to alumni stories. During that time, I know how valuable that was just to sit there and listen. Um, as a social worker, to sit there and listen to people talk and then sometimes maybe they don't, they don't want to talk. So work with certain alumni, um, it took a minute for them to get engaged with you and be able to build a relationship that's like, hey, I can talk to you for a minute. Um, so just being able to have those skills actually helped me a lot as I started my time um, at Case Western because I already had skills that what, what it took to be a social worker, not even realizing how valuable those experiences from Baldwin Wallace were in that moment. Um, so I just really appreciated my time at BW because I had people that saw something in me that I didn't see myself. And it's still like that to this day. Um, just even getting the different experiences and um, being accepted into grad school at Case Western at, you know, a top social worker, top social work school, I didn't think that I could do it. I didn't have the confidence that I could, that I can do this. And I still, you know, struggle with that. And that's okay to say that you struggle with having self-confidence because, I mean, typically a lot of positions that I applied for um, were male-dominant, white male-dominant, and then especially with social work, um, even though it's like a healthy field, it's very female-dominated, it's still white women-dominated. So being able to um, be in that space and speak up for um, Black women and Black children is something that I can never express how I feel being able to speak up in those spaces and making sure that our voices are heard and not just um, other people assuming that they, you know, know what it's like and just different things like that. So I really appreciated those experiences from BW and then um, now at Case and then having professors even now at Case um, push me outside my limits, uh, apply for um, internships that I didn't think that um, was possible for me. So just being able to push me out of my comfort zone and think um, bigger than what I can actually even thought that I could think going into grad school. I like it. Now, um, I know you talked a little bit about student ambassadors. You talked about, you know, the service trips and things like that. And now I know you were also a resident assistant. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I forget about so many things that I was involved in. That just means you were doing too much. Yeah. <laughs> yes, basically. <laughs> no, but but I, I mean, I remember, you know, because I was an RA, I was a student ambassador. I remember when, you know, you were applying to those things, when you were interviewing for those things and well, for those positions. And, and I remember you telling me, you know, those were your goals. That's what you were, you know, you were eager for it. You really wanted it. And really, so what does, you know, how, what, what is your approach in terms of, you know, attacking your goals? Um, I think essentially I start with 
um, why do I want this? Because um, usually when I want something, I want it. I want it bad. So it usually stems from um, an area of growth. So I think about um, what can I get from this position, but then also what can I give back to that organization or that group of people um, that I'm working with? So I think about that first. And then once I figure out my why, I go with, okay, so how do you want to approach accomplishing this goal or getting this position? Um, so um, I basically set up like a plan. So I start with um, understanding the organization. Like, for example, um, I recently applied to work at Metro and the HIV department um, being basically a, a student, so an intern social worker. And I first found out why Metro, uh, what opportunities do I have to grow in this area? What can I give to um, youth that's struggling with, um, that has, that's been diagnosed with HIV, but then also what can I gain from that experience? Um, example that I've been doing now. So once I, um, I actually just got the position at Metro to be an intern in the social work department. Okay, congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but when I set that goal for myself, I knew Metro was a big stepping stone, but I wanted to know why was it a big stepping stone? Because my professor is like, no, you have to apply for this. You have to get this. I'm like, but why Metro? Because I mean, I know it, it's a hospital setting, like, but you need to know why you're going after certain goals and what can you get? And then what can they give you? Because it's a give and take. So just because when you go into an interview, um, it's not just about, um, what can you give to them but what can they give you you need to take away skills from um anything that you're going into um positions on campus um new jobs you should always want it to like elevate you should always want it to grow and gain new skills and knowledge and also meet different people um because also with going into any field you can learn from your colleagues you can learn from your supervisors um uh, so that you didn't know because I can go into a classroom and learn everything in the world, but I think I've gained those experiences by being in the field and being with people um, who have been social workers for 30 years, um, because that's not a knowledge I can get from a textbook. I can read about these different experiences, but that's actually what makes the biggest difference is being in the field and actually seeing things happen uh, firsthand. I agree. I think well, first, I, I like how you tried to slide that in, like, oh, I did get the position, too. You weren't even going to hype it up or anything, so. Because I'm, like, I'm still getting used to saying that, um, because, like, I, like, someone asked me the other day, like, you know, oh, what's your internship for next semester? And I had to, like, think back, like, oh, wait, I did accept a position at Metro, and, like, sometimes, um, well, since Friday, I've been, like, sitting there, like, man, like, I'll be at Metro next semester, and, um, like, that's a big step, especially, for um, just being just being a black woman, I think just like I'm going into Metro as an intern and like I saw like other students who are applying for the position and it made me almost not apply for it. Um, just thinking about like, oh, oh well, I get it. And just like second thoughts. Um, but like once I got it, I'm like, dude, you didn't almost apply for this. Like think about like I was qualified enough and I thought I wasn't qualified enough because I saw uh, what other students were applying for it. I'm like, oh, maybe I won't apply. And it like, I turned in my vacation the morning of that it was due just because I went through the motions. I, you know, fixed my resume up. I did the essay. I made sure I like researched stuff like that. And I'm like, I'm not going to turn it in. And then like, I turned it in, like, 
honestly, like hours, maybe like an hour and a half before it was like the deadline, just because I had second thoughts, not because someone told me I wasn't qualified enough, but because I thought I wasn't qualified enough. So that's like, you know, I think a major part about, especially with goals and um, everything is believing in yourself. Because I honestly, a lot of things that people see in me as like a leader, um, it still takes me a while to realize what other people see in me because of like my self doubts and stuff. But you have to be able to believe in yourself um, because honestly, if you if you don't believe in yourself, it's your you can't make it very far because you have to be your number one fan. Like we always want family and friends and like um, your spouse to be your number one fan, but you have to be your number one fan because if someone can tell you that um, you know you're gonna be president. Just for example, if you don't believe you can be president, it's not going to happen because you need you need you to be like, you know, and motivate yourself in your head um, when you want to give up. Because that's like what I try to do, especially um, just the different goals and stuff I set for myself. I remember like why I'm doing it and what do I want from this experience? I like that. I like that example, too. I think that there's a lot to be learned um, from that example that you just gave, because. Um, I think that a lot of people, myself speaking, are are just like you, mainly because a lot of times we we have goals and sometimes our, our goals are just too small. You know, so like I I think that we can accomplish anything and everything that we want. Like mm-hmm. I my goals right now, my goals are so large that I want, like, if I were to tell anybody, I want them to be like, what? Like, you know, I, I want them to look yeah. crazy because that's my goal. And, mm-hmm. and, and the thing is, is, um, you know, for some people that, that will say, well, to be honest with you, that's not realistic. Maybe not to you, you know, but at the end of the day, like you said, as long as you believe in the goal, then you can move forward with it. Um, mm-hmm. So, so I, I do, I appreciate that example because, um, it's, it's realistic. You know what I mean? Like you could have got on this episode and you could have said, yep. Like I'm, I'm diving. Like I, I just, I, I went to BW. Now I'm at case. Like the program that I'm in at case is so hard to get into, but you didn't do that. You could have said, you know, I just got this, I just got this internship and, and I, I knew I had it since day one, but you didn't do that. You gave a, a realistic approach to it. And you said like, listen, like I almost didn't even turn it in. Yeah. And that's and that's deep because a lot of people that that see, you know, the success, that see the the end product, they don't see that hard, you know, yeah. that that doubt. They don't see that that progress that it takes to get there. So yeah. I, I think I think that that's the most valuable part, mm-hmm. really, of of everybody's story. Because at the end of the day, like you know, we have a story for a reason, and and our purpose is is much bigger than just us existing but it's to help other people you know through our stories so so i i I mean i really appreciated that story yeah y'all go big or go home i'm I'm telling you just just go for it um yeah i'm in like a black social worker um group and uh someone said let them tell you're not qualified enough before you say you're not qualified enough so even if you know you're applying you only need five of the eight qualifications still apply because what if they read your resume or they read your you know interest statement they're like hey we want to interview this person just to see what they're about and you end up getting a job over someone that met every single qualification 
just because, you know, they saw something in you just from meeting with you. So apply for that job, even if you meet half of them. Um, apply to that school that you want to go to, even if you feel like you won't get in. Let them tell you no before you tell yourself no. And that's like my goal that I'm going to start telling myself from now on because Metro could have told me no. That was fine, but let them tell me no before I say that I'm going to apply this because they're going to tell you no. I'd rather, I'd rather them tell me no than me tell myself no and not go for it. So you got to just take a, you know, take a little risk in life. And, and, and on a, adding another perspective to that, when they do tell you no, that's cool. That's cool. Just step away. Yeah. It's, it, it's, and, and what's very, very important about that is so once you're told no, that doesn't mean like, like stop. That means right. take a step back, ask yourself, why, why is it that they could have said no? Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, maybe, maybe I think that I'm qualified. Maybe they don't. Maybe, I don't know. Um, maybe they just have something against me, whatever the case may be, take a step back, find ways to improve. You can even reach out to them and ask them, Hey, you know, what do you think I can do to improve? Like, why, why didn't you pick Mm -hmm. me now? Now, if, you know, if they're being genuine and they give you a genuine answer, then cool. Then take that, take that as constructive criticism and and move forward. Mm -hmm. Um, now, now at the end of the day, we're, we're all human. So if somebody doesn't pick you, that's okay. You can just step back, you know, you can start your own business, put them out of business, whatever the case right. may be. Yeah. You, know, you it, I mean, there, there's no limits to life. And, and sadly enough, the limits that are, that are in life are the ones that we place on ourselves. Yeah. I like that. That's so true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Always. Yeah. I know it can also mean like, you know, leave something greater because you didn't get an opportunity. Um, so I'm pretty sure if you have people, there's countless examples in life and throughout history of people, you know, not getting something, there's something, you know, better coming along. Um, so just also keeping that in mind, just because it was a no doesn't mean it's the end of the world. Like it may feel like the end of the world in that moment, but like you said, like taking a step back and thinking about, you know, what can I do to improve? Um, so definitely I agree with that. Thank you for that. I was I was in sales, um, and I'm I'm still in sales right now, but it's a little bit different than the position that I had before. Um, but the main thing that we were saying in, in sales is no means next. So look at each opportunity as okay, that's cool. Let me go to the next one. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and and while you're going on that journey, always look for ways to improve and, like you said, um, to elevate yourself because it's about growth. You always want to grow. Um, and I and I think that that's one thing that you do really well. You always look for opportunities to grow. Um, and that's the main reason why I brought you on, because you have a lot of great, you know, experience and, and people need to hear that story. Like you just said, because not everybody's willing to tell the ugly side of their of their story. No, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, it's not all, you know, glorious. It takes time. It takes time. So, yeah. But other than that, do you have anything else to add? No, just go after what you want. Um, no goal is too big. The only limit is yourself. I think that's the quote. Um, the only limit that you have is um, the one you place on yourself, like you said. So step out your comfort zone. Um, do something and go for opportunity that you think that you're unqualified for because you might surprise yourself. Then if you don't get it, like you said, um, 
take a step back and think about why didn't you get it and just improve and then go after new opportunities. And then go build a business and put them out of business. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Yeah. Left out that part. <laughs> that's the most important part. <laughs> but alrighty, uh, that's that's all that we have for you all today. Um, for everybody that's been listening in on this series, honestly, I appreciate you. All the feedback has been wonderful. And, uh, you know, honestly, I think that this topic is, is, is so very important. That's why we're not stopping here. There will be a part two to this um, particular topic of the series. So I'm very excited. But other than that, happy Roy Crush Wednesday. Have a great week. Let's finish the week strong. Um, let's have a great weekend. And I'll see you all next week on Worry Crush Wednesday. Other than that, let's get it.